Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, episode 27. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday, uh, December 11th. Uh, Hope you're having a green holiday season so far. And remember, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. Fun show today, Adam Barsky, better known as The Butter Chef on Twitter. We're going to talk edibles. We're going to talk baking. We're going to talk cooking, uh, responsibility. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into the Christmas holiday spirit by doing a little baking. Shortbread cookies with cannabis infused? Sign me up, please. Also on What's That Strain with Chris Ionson, our educator from Nova Cannabis, we are doing Rise from Tokyo Smoke. And we'll tell you about the 12 strains of Christmas. It starts this Friday. Keep your Twitter feed locked on the cannabis 101 to find out all about the 12 strains of christmas we'll talk more about that as we roll along in the program but we first of all we got to find out what's your groove put that in your pipe and smoke it weed is awesome is great. This is the bee's knees. So I want to know what's your groove? Uh, if you are smoking a joint, blunt, piping a bong. What's that uh, from uh, Austin Powers? Bong in a crepe. Uh, whatever you're going with, smoking, eating, uh, if you've uh, taken some oil, whatever it is, I want to know what your groove is, meaning what strain are you going with? Today, I'm going with uh, Tangerine Dream. Um, I'm a big terpene fan, and I'm exploring more terpenes. It has, and I think this is how I pronounce it, guayal in it. Uh, That's one of the terpenes in it. It gives it a piney, kind of a woodsy, earthy taste. Uh, This is great for energy. Uh, So I need some energy to get this show going. So I'm going to fire this up. I've got a freeze pipe uh, that I ordered. Oops, just bang, banged into my mic. It, uh, I ordered this on um, the Black Friday, Black Thursday, Black Friday, whatever those days are that has the big sales. Uh, they had crazy sales on. So I ordered one of these to check it out. I'm going to be uh, doing a review of this. Uh, I'm going to be doing a review of my uh, Zeus Arc GT uh, that I, I ordered from T-Vape. I'm doing all that on the YouTube channel. Tell you all about that a little bit later. Have had some technical difficulties, but uh, ordered this uh, freeze pipe to check it out. And uh, yeah, I'm going to fire up this tangerine dream. That's nice. Doesn't make much of a sound, uh, so not so great for uh, radio. 
but it's pretty cool. I'll uh, be touching more on this on the uh, YouTube channel. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, Tangerine Dream um, gives me a nice boost, good for energy. And I know it's a strain that's good for me because it's recommended by Lobo Genetics. You can get your cannabis tailor-made by Lobo Genetics. And you can get a DNA kit 50% off when you use the promo code CANNABIS101. It's great. You do the swab, send in the kit, you get your results, you find out uh, you know, how you metabolize uh, THC, how you react with CBD, what strains are good for you for your specific situations. You can find out more information at www.lobogene.com. Check it out. Get your cannabis tailored to you. And you can get your DNA kit with a 50% off promo code when you use Cannabis 101 at lobogene.com. So check them out, and you will not be disappointed with, uh, it's like having your own bud tender, basically picking out strains that work for you. It's pretty awesome. Speaking of awesome, the Cannabis Character Cup continues, and the man played by Tommy Chong. In Up in Smoke, the number one seed indeed does move on to the final. He takes out uh, Saul Silver of Pineapple Express, uh, played by James Franco. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. The man taking 65% of the vote, so Tommy Chong, the number one seed, moves on to the final. We started with 65 characters. If you want to see the full draw, the full bracket, the full NCAA-style bracket of 65 characters, uh, you can do it uh, a couple of ways. You can go to at the Cannabis 101. Uh, you'll find one of my recent tweets with this matchup where you can, first of all, vote on who you think will win in the next matchup, uh, and you can click on the bracket, and you can check it out. Or you can go to www.cannabis101podcast.ca, I click on contests, and there you can see the bracket. And you can uh, enter a contest uh, to predict the winner. Now, the earlier entries do get precedent. Uh, there'll be a weighted lottery if there are uh, more than one, and we have had more than one uh, guesses. So the Cannabis Character Cup continues. You can check it out at cannabis101podcast.ca click on contests and there you go so the man moves on to the final and it could be his longtime movie made Pedro Dapakis played by Cheech Marin who is the number two seed or it could be the dude Jeff Bridges uh, from The Big Lebowski the number three seed you mind if I do it Jay? Uh, go right ahead. So there you go. Uh, Big Lebowski, the number three seed, or dude from the Big Lebowski, the number three seed, and Pedro Dapakis, Cheech Marin, the number two seed. You can vote right now at the Cannabis 101. And an interesting trend so far. 
Early voting has the dude up uh, with 63% of the vote. And listen, while this is, it would be an upset uh, in seeding, the dude is still a top four seed and a legendary character. So uh, anybody winning in this matchup is not an upset. Uh, it's just, uh, I, I'd imagine this will be uh, pretty close. So uh, because of that, Saul Silver, as mentioned, uh, losing out to Tommy Chong, the man, we will feature and pay tribute to Saul Silver a little bit later in our cannabis characters. And our uh, weed word of the day today is going to revolve around eating cannabis. So there you go, the Cannabis Character Cup. You can find more information at www.cannabis101podcast.ca. Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. A couple of things uh, before we bring in uh, the butter chef, as he is known on Twitter, Adam Barsky. Uh, who also has some uh, cool stuff going on when it comes to uh, dining and um, um, high-end dinners. Uh, so uh, we'll tell you a little bit about uh, that in just a second. But our cannabis question is, what do you want for can of Christmas? What cannabis anything do you want under the tree on December 25th? Or maybe you're... Get to open one gift on Christmas Eve. We used to do that in our family. And I would always be disappointed when it was a sucky gift. Like, actually, you know, at that as a kid, like there is a sucky gift. Any gift is a nice gift, as, as I've learned as I've uh, grown up, or so I think. Uh, but, you know, if you get that one gift to open on Christmas Eve and it sucks, then you have nothing new to play with until Christmas morning. So you always wanted to make sure you, uh, you you didn't open anything clothing related. So anyway, what do you want for can of Christmas this year under the tree? Shelly on Twitter says some gummies and some nice infused dips. Also a nice cannabis infused drink. Well, Shelly, uh, you're in luck. You should tell whoever is buying for you to make sure they're listening to this episode because we're going to have some uh, cannabis Christmas baking ideas a little bit later with uh, the Butter Chef. Uh, so lots of ways to get in touch with us on uh, Twitter. It's at the Cannabis 101. Instagram, at the Cannabis 101 Podcast. On Facebook, you can find us at Cannabis 101 Podcast. If you'd like to email the show and uh, make sure you have this handy for our contests, it's Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. And as mentioned, you can check out the website, Cannabis101Podcast.ca. For me, I'm looking at, uh, I'd love a volcano under the tree. I'm not holding my breath. I'm just saying this is what I would love. Uh, it's not going to happen, uh, but that's a goal. I really want to get one of those. Uh, I've been, been able to collect uh, a few things uh, as far as cannabis accessories, and uh, I'm really 
looking forward to I've, I've tried one before i've really enjoyed it so uh, that's what i but i would settle for anything rolling papers a pipe smojo screens i love those things so anyway what do you want for can of christmas shoot me a tweet at the cannabis 101 or you can text us at 1-780-803-1555 in fact you can phone us Anytime and leave a message. 1-780-803-1555 and uh, we can air it on the show if you like. Kind of a new feature that we have going at Podcast Alley. So that's our cannabis question. What do you want for Canna Christmas? And it leads uh, well into what goes well with, which is anything that pairs well with cannabis. And for me, it's decorating. It's exactly what I'm going to be doing after I wrap up this show is starting to turn uh, our little place here uh, in St. Albert into a uh, winter Christmas wonderland. So that's why uh, I uh, went with the the strain that I did, Tangerine Dream, because uh, it gives me a nice boost of energy. Uh, and just before we get to the Butter Chef, our first guest, Adam Barsky, want to remind you that Legendary Barbershop, 117th Street and Jasper Ave, is a great place if you love to talk cannabis and get your hair cut. Uh, they are cannabis friendly. You can't smoke it there, but they love chatting about it, and they are friends of the Cannabis 101 podcast. And make sure you ask for Morgan. That's my niece. Uh, she will take care of your hairstyle needs. Legendary Barbershop, 117th Street and Jasper Avenue. is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Excited to have this conversation about cooking with uh, cannabis, uh, speaking with Adam Barsky at The Butter Chef on Twitter. Uh, Adam, thank you very much for taking some time to join me on the Cannabis 101 podcast. Um, I guess before we dive into uh, how fun it is to cook with cannabis, give me a little bit about your background and uh, tell me about what you have going on out in Vancouver with uh, the High End Dinner Series. Sure. Yeah. So um, my name is Adam Barsky. I'm also known as the butter chef in the cannabis culinary world. And I've been a Red Seal chef for about 15 years cooking professionally in the culinary industry. And I've also been cooking with cannabis for about 10 years or so. And um, it's been a really great experience. Uh, out here in Vancouver, we're working, I've got a couple partners and we're, uh, we have the high end dinner series where we're doing a lot of events that we put on ourselves yet. We're also hireable to, um, put on events for, uh, other companies or such. We're actually in a couple talks with some legal producers to do their launch parties and things like that. So. Tell me, I guess, uh, a little bit about um, how you ended up in this. Obviously, uh, we're we're all fairly new when it comes to the cannabis industry with legalization uh, just coming about. Um, you know, how did you get into this? Uh, I, I'd imagine you had a, a culinary background. 
Yeah. So the culinary background was one thing. Um, you know, I've been, uh, I was a heavy user, uh, when I was younger. And of course, when you're younger and experimenting with cannabis in the different ways that you can consume it, uh, we did the, the age old story of making brownies that were a bit too strong and we didn't know what was in there and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, had a little bit of a, a shaky experience back then. So it, it didn't do much in that area for a while, but there was this one, uh, moment in my life where my best friend got, uh, pretty sick. He was very ill. He was put to the hospital in quarantine for a couple months. And, um, upon his exit, of course, he lost, you know, 30, 40 pounds, um, being so sick, but he was also left with a huge, uh, hole in his lung that needed something like five years to repair. And of course they gave him a bunch of prescriptions for, you know, these, uh, pharmaceutical drugs that he wasn't too keen on using. So he came to me and he asked me if I could help him in some way that, you know, he wanted cannabis to help him recover. And so that's really when I looked at it at a different level of uh, going out there and researching and learning how to do it better, healthier, more in a medicinal sense, uh, basically for him. And then from there, I just, uh, I just kept going. And as I kept being, you know, cooking, uh, working in my industry, I was getting better with that and applying cannabis to my skill, getting better there. So over the years, just got better with it. Uh, it it's amazing. Um, a lot of people have that similar story of making their own brownies. And I've been there. A friend of mine uh, just destroyed an entire party one night uh, with brownies that were too strong. And uh, everybody was uh, basically just went to sleep. It, it just backfired on everybody. So um, that, that's, I guess, the important thing. And, and one of the important things I wanted to have you on the show to talk about is portion sizes, things like that. Um, when you are approaching to cook cannabis for the first time, what are some important things to know and to think about for that beginner so they do not have that experience? Well, like everybody's been saying, go low and go slow. So, um, I mean, there's a little bit, bit of math to understand and uh, I, I don't know if I should get it in, get into it here because it can get a bit complicated, but anyone could really Google search it and, and figure out uh, the calculations. But um, <clears throat> it's good to take a, just a small amount and to wait. So uh, when I'm sharing with someone that's never done it before, particularly I've, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell them to have a maximum of five milligrams and then to wait 24 hours. I know some people say, Oh, wait four to six hours, but I tell them just to wait till the, the, you know, the next day it's gone through their system. They've been able to sleep it off. And then the next day they know whether it's enough or they want more. But I think it's really important to just go low and go slow because if you have a bad experience, it's one of those things, uh, it's not very comfortable and you're just not going to want to revisit it. And nobody, we, none of us want that in the industry. We want everybody to have uh, a good experience, right? 
One hundred percent. You know, that's one of the the mandates of this show is uh, we want to have a little bit of fun uh, talking about uh, cannabis and the great ways that you can use it. But uh, education is such an important thing and um, it's better to be safe than sorry. And it's better to have too little and then try it again and uh, experiment that way than have too much in the first time and never want to try it again. Because unfortunately that has happened to people pre-legalization is that um, they weren't didn't know what they're doing. And, and now that there is legalization, there are resources to reach out to, uh, you know, a person like yourself. And um, once you once you start experimenting with it, it's really enjoyable. What do you find different about um, uh, edibles as compared to, uh, say, somebody, um, you know, smoking a joint or something like that? Yeah, so it's, in my opinion, it totally has a, a different experience. I actually personally don't even enjoy smoking it very much because it goes straight to your head, uh, kicks in immediately, and you kind of just, for me at least, it kind of just puts me on my ass and I won't be able to get stuff done for the rest of the day. But when you, you eat it, it takes a long time to go through your system. It, um, takes takes a while for it to you know kick in and do its thing so so you can especially if you take a small amount you can still go about your day and, and, and do your stuff but it, it definitely has a different uh a feeling to it and for a lot of people that i spoke to it, it's a bit of a, a, a more enjoyable feeling than it just going straight to their heads and you know being high for <laughs> uh, a while uh, for sure. Um, I have, uh, some experience with, uh, uh things like, uh, uh truffles, um, a, lo- a local, uh, baker, uh, dropped off some truffles for me one time and those were, uh, really delicious and I've had brownies and, and things like that. I have yet to dive into, um, kind of the cannabis culinary cuisine of making food with it, uh, you know, cooking a steak with it or a burger or things like that. Um, how much do you enjoy turning somebody on to, to something like that? Not just a, a gummy or a chocolate or something, but a full-on meal. Well, you know, it's it's actually a, a bit of a challenge because a lot of people do know about the edibles as, as being sweet and brownies and gummies and stuff. And not many people are know about these um, events and these savory foods that we're doing. Or I, I did a five-course vegan it was actually just CBD infused, but still, um, dinner experience one time, and and it's hard to get the message out there or getting getting it rolling. But we're trying, and I think these experiences uh, are really going to change the game once they're once they're out there because uh, it's it's more than just eating a gummy and and I don't know going to a bar or whatever someone's going to do. But we 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 put on whole experiences we have performances and and uh we're actually working on a concept where we're going to be doing a bit of a dinner theater thing so i'll be uh cooking very fancy nice food and speaking to it and, and speaking to how you could infuse into these foods and stuff like that so there's a lot of concepts in the works and i think it's something to explore Oh, that is great. Uh, if you're in the Vancouver area, uh, highenddinner.com is where you can get some more information. And uh, make sure you're following uh, Adam on uh, Twitter 
at the Butter Chef. So let's chat a little bit about the the season that we're in right now, uh, the holiday season. People are getting set to um, celebrate with their friends and family. Um, a lot of people were hoping that they would be able to go and buy uh, some legal edibles, but that isn't going to happen until January. So what are some ideas um, that, that you're going with and that other people can maybe give a try to for some uh, holiday treats uh, that are cannabis-infused? Well, you know, you can always stick to the classics. You can make your gingerbread cookies and your, uh, you know, uh, a Canadian classic is the old butter tart, of course. Uh, anything that has really a bit of fat because it's easiest to infuse into a fat, whether it's butter or oil, coconut oil, and just basically make your favorite recipe with that. Really, you can put cannabis into anything. That's what's so great about it. It's just important to remember how much you're putting in there and how much you're consuming. Cause again, you don't really want to have a bad time or share a bad time with anybody else. So just keep those numbers on point. Okay. So, uh, first of all, um, the, the number one thing for people to remember is to decarb. Uh, can you explain that for people that are brand new and, and don't know what that process is? You can't just throw your cannabis in and start cooking with it. Can you? Um, you could, but if you want to get the full potential of the cannabinoids and especially the THC, you want to activate them from their acidic form into their, uh, you know, activated form where you, you feel the effects of it. So you would take your buds, you would put them into some sort of oven proof container, uh, important to cover them with tin foil, put it into a low oven uh, around 200, 250 degrees for about 25 to 30 minutes. And that will toast your buds and it will convert the acidic form of the cannabinoids into to the activated form. And then you just get the full potential of the cannabinoids. And once they're decarbed, you can start uh, infusing them into your different mediums to cook with. Okay, so um, there are some uh, machines out there uh, that you can use. I know the the magic butter is out there. Uh, there's the Levo machine, which I believe decarbs for you and uh, produces it. Um, it. Do you recommend any of those machines, or do you re- recommend a different method? Um, I would definitely recommend uh, a machine. There, there, you know. Um, one of the great things about about them is they don't smell up your apartment. When you're toasting buds in your oven, it could really smell up your your, your apartment or your house or whatever, and uh, <laughs> that's not very uh, nice sometimes. But, yeah, I would definitely recommend one of these machines. For the most part, you can just dump in your flour, dump in your uh, medium, just set it and forget it, as they say, mm-hmm. and boom you get a nice infused product. Okay, so uh, are you looking at, um, say you're making butter, would you use one ounce of cannabis and and basically one stick, one pound uh, of butter? Is that kind of what you would do? And then you would portion off the butter later on for your recipe? Uh, Yeah, what what I like to do is um, one-to-one is a pretty good ratio uh, in general, I like to infuse my butter pretty strong, make it pretty strong, and then 
when I'm making a recipe, I will, so to speak, dilute it with just regular butter. So I can, I just need to put, you know, small amounts of this infused butter and then dilute it with regular butter. And that will also help in masking the flavor of it, but still keeping the, the potency in there. Oh, so, so that's uh, interesting. Uh, make the butter a bit stronger. And then if it calls for a cup of butter, uh, you put a little bit of cannabis butter and then the rest regular butter to fill up that cup. So you wouldn't use a full cup of your really strong cannabis butter. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. I would just make sure to do my math to know. Right. Um, yeah. What the uh, dosages are going to be when they come up. Okay, so we butter we we kind of just talked about, and and that's something that is used in in a lot of different things. Um, what other uh, mediums, as you mentioned, are there? Um, you know, different oils, or what are some other ideas that that people can uh, you know do some research in and look into? Um, what do you like to use? Um, yeah, butter is great when I'm baking. Uh, coconut. Coconut oil is great also when I'm baking, but I'm looking to do more like a, a vegan recipes. Oils are great to do maybe salad dressings, stuff like that, or to make marinades, um, it, you know, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, tell me a little bit about the marinades. Um, how, how does cannabis come into play? How do you infuse a marinade uh, with <laughs> cannabis? Uh, take me through that process. Yeah, so like if if you're just making a marinade for for your meat or or uh, you know potatoes or veggies or anything like that, you could put the infused oil into your marinade, let it let the foods marinate in there, um, and then and then you know just cook it up and uh, and it would be in there. So you just make your uh, take olive oil, infuse it with cannabis, marinate it on your steak, and and that will absorb the uh, the cannabis and the uh, the cannabinoids in in that oil. Uh, in the oil, yeah, it'll be absorbed in there. It, there will be a little bit um, on the meat uh, if you marinate it. Um, when I do uh, savory foods, though, I I do like to um, put the infusion into like say the sauces. Okay. Uh, sauces, yeah, sauces are really easy to measure out. Like if you're giving somebody, you know, a, a one ounce scoop onto a plate or something like that. After doing the math, you know how much is in the said one scoop. So that's a a good way of making it consistent. Okay. Would you cook um, a piece of meat in uh, some cannabis infused butter or oil or something like that? Would you do that route? Well, I mean, I, I would probably try. I haven't done it yet, but um, it sounds like it could be a delicious thing. I yeah. probably should try it one day. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of ideas of how I'm, uh, you know, kind of the idea of this is um, whatever you're cooking, you can add cannabis-infused almost anything to it, basically. It's, um, you know, while it while it may seem intimidating at first, um, you're just basically adding in or, or substituting an ingredient with cannabis-infused whatever right basically that's what it boils down to exactly it's 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 actually very easy it's just that's the that's exactly what it is the only thing is 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 to be on top of doing those slight calculations and making sure you know what your dosage is you know because some people are very sensitive to it some people can take a lot but um that's the only important part Mm -hmm. other than that infusing it into any type of oil putting it into a sauce or 
you know, you're just putting uh, cannabis butter into a cookie recipe or whatever. It's actually very easy to put it into food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right. I, I, it's it's an easy process once you you know do the ingredients, but you do have to make sure you measure it out. Remember uh, how much cannabis butter, oil, whatever it might be, and uh, and be really careful with it. I think the sauces is a is a is a really good idea um what are some of your favorite uh christmas holiday season kind of snacks that that you like to uh to go with uh, i'm a big shortbread guy do you think do you think it would work with shortbread cookies it would definitely work with shortbread cookies shortbread cookies are almost basically butter anyway so just yeah. butter and sugar and flour so it definitely work um you might get a little bit of a green tinge to your what should be a white shortbread, but right. that would definitely work. <laughs> totally. Uh, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, my wife just recently made some regular shortbread. I think I'm going to make some some green shortbread cookies, maybe uh, <laughs> some green snowman-shaped uh, uh, shortbread cookies. Um, how, how great do you think it's going to be? Uh, you know, and a lot of people were looking at going and buying uh, edibles for Christmas this year. That's not going to happen. Uh, it gives us all an opportunity to get creative uh, before you could just go pick them up at the store, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, I thought they would be in stores by uh, by now, but guess not. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, situation this season two of uh, legalization of cannabis when we get all these products. Um, you know, you're a guy that uh, does a lot of this on your own. Uh, how do you think the uh, the general public is going to react uh, react to uh, whether it's edibles or drinks or things like that? How do you think it's going to affect legalization? Well, I, I, I think personally that a lot of people do want to ingest it, you know, not by smoking it, like uh, smoking in general is just not very good for you. Right. So I do think a lot of people are interested in, um, getting some of these edibles and trying them out and, uh, probably going to be a lot of new users that come into the, uh, you know, into the space and try cannabis uh, in that way. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see uh, once they're in stores, uh, how they move and uh, who who goes for them. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting concept. If you have never, uh, like if you didn't smoke cigarettes ever in your life um, and you've never used cannabis, the idea of lighting something up and inhaling it might seem disgusting. So that's where a drink or a chocolate or whatever it might be uh, might come into play. One, th- one thing I didn't ask you, uh, Adam, is um, strains. Uh, do you use a particular, do you use uh, sativas, indicas, hybrids, and, and is there a, a particular strain that you find is better for cooking or does that come into play? Um, it can come into play. It gets a bit tricky because when you do start cooking cannabis and uh, exposing it to different temperatures or cooking it twice because when you make it infusion, it's, it's exposed to heat once and then when you cook with it, it's exposed to heat again. And what can happen there is a lot of the volatiles will totally burn off. So in, in 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 short, we're not too sure yet if any of the terpenes and things like that translate into the infusions. But um, w- one thing that we can do is get a certain type of strain with a certain type of uh, 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 terpene 
content. And after you've made your infusion, you can go out and uh, look for terpene uh, substitutes. Um, so like cooking with lavender or putting uh, lemon zest into the food. Uh, these could probably, uh, you know, have a role and play into uh, how your experience is going to go with the, the cannabinoids in the infusion. Oh, that's... Uh... That's quite interesting. Um, I, I'm a big fan of terpenes. I think they're uh, the more we learn about them, uh, the more we're going to start um, talking about our cannabis in that way, uh, in its uh, specific terpene profile, as opposed to the, the a sativa indica um, hybrid, which I think are good right now. Uh, but as we evolve, I think terpenes are going to be more and uh, more and more important. And and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, green cooking. Uh, this year uh, at the holiday season because that legalization hasn't hit stores yet. So, uh, Adam, thanks so much for spending some time with me on the Cannabis 101 podcast. Uh, I look forward to getting out to Vancouver and attending uh, one of your high-end dinners, and people can check out that information out on uh, Twitter or on uh, the Internet at highenddinner.com, and they can follow you on Twitter at The Butter Chef. Thanks so much. Happy holidays, and I hope you have a green Christmas. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas, Dean. Thank you, and Merry Christmas as well, Adam. Uh, you can follow Adam on Twitter, at uh, the Butter Chef. And speaking of Twitter, we are getting closer and closer to our 420 followers contest. Once we reach there, everybody who is following us will be eligible for the Cannabis 101 Podcast Prize Package uh, we're still putting that together, so I don't want to get any details out, but we are 25 followers away. So spread the word. If you're not following us, make sure you do at the Cannabis 101. Tell your friends, and they're all eligible uh, for the prize package that we will have going for our 420 followers contest. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for Cannabis Characters. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film. Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs> and beyond. It's a blue. Be careful with that, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Mm, just thinking about the Cannabis Character Cup for a second as we do another Cannabis Character. How amazing would it be have Cheech versus Chong in the final of the Cannabis Character Cup? Like, they're legends. They're the godfathers of cannabis. One of them's Canadian. That's why he got the number one seat, Tommy Chong. Right here from Edmonton. But uh, imagine what that would be like. Imagine if you could get all these different characters in a smoke-off somehow. That would be pretty cool. Anyway, today we're paying tribute to another fallen competitor from the Cannabis Character Cup, Saul Silver, played by James Franco in Pineapple Express. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. So he plays Seth Rogen's character, Dale Denton's dealer, in a hilarious movie that made the strain Pineapple Express very popular, just like 
Uh, Cheech and Chong made uh, Maui Waui, a half-baked referenced Maui Waui, uh, Acapulco Gold. Um, I never even knew that was a real strain. I just thought that was something that Cheech and Chong made up, and there's all these uh, amazing things you learn about cannabis. So anyway, Pineapple Express blew up after this movie. Uh, sort of the cross joint uh, that comes out of this movie. Uh, that got really popular as well, and uh, that's something we've talked about in the past in uh, uh, Tools of the Trade. So they, uh, these guys uh, meet up at uh, Saul's apartment um, where Dale is there to buy some weed, and uh, Saul uh, uh, kind of turns into a bit of a buzzkill. It uh, goes really dark with his grandma. Oh, wow, you got a cute picture too. Oh, yeah, me and my bubby. Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you think you could pull the plug on someone if you needed to? Like euthanasia? Like on her? If I needed to. Um, kind of in a hurry, man. I don't know if I, we should start uh, going down that road. It's yeah, just, I could talk all day about you, euthanasia. Okay. You know, don't get me started. Maybe we should just we'll save it. We'll save it for next I'll time. Take yeah, that rain check, buddy. We'll keep it going. Okay. Business for the businessman. Yeah, you got my number. <laughs> okay, cool. Brass tax. Yes. Uh, I love those two guys together. The apartment scene alone is uh is just awesome um one of the funniest scenes is when saul is talking about this new strain he just received and basically uh, he's the only one that has it yes. just got a shipment of the dopest dope i've ever smoked hands down dopest dope i've ever smoked right it's not here. better than the blue oyster weed it can't be i don't My friend, i can't handle better than this that. is like if that blue oyster shit met that afghan kush i had yeah. and they had a baby and then meanwhile, that crazy Northern Light stuff I had and the super red espresso snowflake met and had a baby. And by some miracle, those two babies met and fucked. This would be the shit that they burnt. Wow. Yes. This is the product of baby fucking. Smell it. Okay. Smell it. Enjoy. It's like God's vagina. Oh. What, do you want to bathe in it? I want to live in here. Yes, you want to be it? Oh, my God. I just want to shove it up my nose and have that smell all day. That's amazing. Shove it's it anywhere you beautiful. like. Beautiful. What's it called? Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Yes, it's this thing like El Nino, this airflow that comes from Hawaii and Canada, and it gets the dirt, mixes it in with the weed in a very special way. It's actually very scientific. I won't go into it right now, but I am the only guy in the whole city that has it. Awesome. It is it is just so much, and I don't know if they ad-libbed it uh, that much uh, or whatever, but they were great. Uh, those two guys, Seth Rogen never seems like he's acting, and uh, uh, James Franco has played some really different characters. This one, it seems like he's pretty natural as well. Uh, so they get into some pretty crazy adventures, as only Seth Rogen and James Franco can depict. Danny McBride, Craig Robinson are awesome, hilarious supporting characters. I'd like to see more Craig Robinson in more movies. He's great. Rosie Perez plays a police officer. She's good. Ken Jong, pretty good. And uh, Bill Hader, terrific as a soldier in the military uh, that they tested cannabis on with something called Item 9. Okay, Private Miller. You've been smoking Item 9 for 7 minutes and 13 seconds. We're going to ask you several questions. How do you feel? Uh, well, sir, uh, I feel like... Uh... 
like a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of flapjacks. Yeah. Okay, Private Miller, when you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel? Okay, Private Miller. I love Bill Hader. And uh, I think he's just uh, ad-libbing a lot of that stuff. Uh, I really wish there was more of Bill Hader. As great as Rogan and Franco and the supporting cast are, and they are funny, the stuff they get into is crazy. Bill Hader kicks off the movie and, and sets the tone for how funny it is going to be. Private Miller, answer the question. What was the question again, sir? When you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel? You know what, you know what problem I have with your fucking little dog and pony act you call the military? Here it is. One, lots of dudes. Where are the boobies? Two, why are we underground right now, sir? Why can't we be out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people, letting them know item nine exists? Get it out, shout at the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees, item nine. That is such a great quote. We, we, should, we should use the bee's knees a lot more than we do. So Saul Silver, played by James Franco, makes it all the way to the semifinals before losing to the number one seed, the man, Tommy Chong, from Up in Smoke, and we celebrate another great cannabis character. Uh, as mentioned earlier in the show, we have a YouTube channel, the Cannabis 101 Podcast, as creative as that title is. Uh, soon, uh, once we get uh, some technical issues worked out, we'll have some product reviews uh, for the uh, Zeus Arc GT Vaporizer. I uh, ordered that from T-Vape, and uh, recently I got the freeze pipe on the uh, Black Friday specials. So we'll be getting some reviews up there. And we are working on making the Cannabis 101 podcast uh, having a video portion. Uh, so we're working on uh, getting the studio video equipped. That's why it's taken a little bit longer to get some of this stuff done as we want to make sure it's done perfectly. And uh, this show will be available uh, on YouTube and Facebook Live and uh, a lot of different places. So uh, not only will you get to hear us, but you will get to see us. Uh, so check it out, the Cannabis 101 podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we do have a review up there of the Hexagon. We've got some uh, cool artwork and a couple of other things. So have fun with that uh, and uh, leave us a review. Subscribe uh, so you don't miss anything at all. What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. Another edition of What's That Strain, Chris Ionson, our educator and manager of Nova Cannabis Stores, uh, right now, uh, Sherwood Park, soon to be Jasper Ave. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great, Dean. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Uh, we are talking about uh, Rise is our uh, strain in the spotlight tonight, and uh, this is a hybrid 
from Tokyo Smoke. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who Tokyo Smoke is. Yeah, for sure. So Tokyo Smoke is uh, it's kind of an interesting story. It's a company founded by a, a father and son, uh, Lorne and Alan Gertner, and uh, out of Ontario there. And uh, the father, Lorne, had founded uh, Canada's first legal medicinal cannabis grower uh, back in 2004. Uh, they were called uh, Canasat Therapeutics. Hmm. And actually, uh, at the time, uh, Lauren had quit his job at Google to uh, to get into the cannabis industry, which wow. is pretty cool. A uh, very smart man, obviously, with a passion uh, to leave what I'm going to assume is a pretty good gig at Google. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like uh, uh, Google's, you know, got to be one of the all-time, you know, <laughs> yeah. better places to work. So uh, good on him for, for doing that. And so eventually, Lauren and his son... Uh, uh, they got the ball rolling to uh, to get Tokyo Smoke started, um, and in 2015, uh, the first location went up in Toronto, uh, and it was called uh, Tokyo Smoke Found, hmm. uh, and it was located in the West Queen West neighborhood. Uh, it was a really super cool coffee shop in in a back alley with a lot of curb appeal. Uh, actually won a bunch of awards, and I, I've actually looked up some photos of it, and it looks really cool and really mm. neat. Uh, just kind of an area to to chill and, you know, I think go hang out after you've consumed some cannabis. Nice. Uh, and then uh, uh, in uh, December 2017, uh, Canopy Growth uh, acquired the Tokyo Smoke brand um, and kind of became one of their uh, rec side uh, uh, brands. Uh, and uh, so currently Tokyo Smoke has got uh, recreational cannabis stores in Ontario and Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have coffee shops uh, that don't sell cannabis, but they sell, uh, you know, pipes and papers and, uh, you know, coffees and, and accessories, yeah, yeah. I'm sure donuts and stuff like that. Uh, but th- those are located in Toronto and Calgary. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, kind of just a, like chill. If you want to pick up some accessories and, and then head on home, you can, yeah. or you can stay or stick around and have a few coffees and chat cannabis with people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually got to check out uh, one of their cannabis locations uh, in Toronto uh, when I was there mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, super cool, super modern, uh, friendly staff, a great location uh, just right off of mm-hmm. uh, the Young and Dundas Square there. So uh, pretty prime time for all kinds of foot traffic. Yeah, I was in one of their stores when I was in Manitoba as well. And uh, I really liked the layout, uh, really informative, uh, you know, uh, passionate people uh, that uh, help me out. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's nice to see that uh, it uh, stretches across the country with their stores. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then we should note uh, that in 2017 at the Canadian Cannabis Awards, uh, Tokyo Smoke won Brand of the Year. Hmm, that is massive. Uh, you know, that's that's one of the big awards uh, uh, along with, the you know, whether it's Top Sativa or top flower, or uh, hybrid, or indica, or or product of the year, brand of the year, um, is amazing, and uh, it, it just goes to show that they have some uh, pretty hardworking people behind the scenes getting the word out there and uh, designing and things like that. So that's one of the bigger awards out there for sure. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, that just shows all the hard work within the company, not just you know right. the retail spot. It's their whole company, their image, yeah. uh, everything like that. So uh, that's pretty cool. All right. So when we talk about the history of Rise, um, they say it's Blue Dream on the website. Is it? Yeah. So uh, for sure, we should talk about this. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you check out uh, Tokyo Smoke's website, uh, they've got some strains like Equalize and Eclipse and Rise and Go. Um, they're kind of generic names um, that'll kind of 
give you a desired effect uh, and they will associate a strain with those names uh, but from time to time you're going to get um, you know a batch of uh, you know initially rise is, is supposed to be a blue dream uh-huh. uh, that's what the website says uh, however the stuff that we got here um, you know we've got the uh, the lot and batch uh, details on, on the container and uh um, typically you start off with the first three letters, uh, and normally, you know, if it was blue dream, it would typically be BLD mm-hmm. and I've seen it before as BLD. Um, this one is a GSC, uh, which to me is, uh, the girl scout cookies mm-hmm. there. Uh, and I have heard of, uh, that being within, in the Tokyo smoke kind of repertoire there. So, um, and it can be like, it's pretty balanced, uh, hybrid, uh, you know, can, can, you know, bring a rise to your day though. So, sure. I mean, it does work. Uh, and you, you, you will find in, uh, in the recreational cannabis industry, uh, certain brands will do that with the naming, uh, where they're not, you know, not going to call it super skunk number one. Uh, they're going to call it, uh, you know, chillax or, you know, uh, whatever Netflix it might be. Yeah. Flix and chill. There's all, all these kind of names, uh, that, you know, so that you don't get, uh, absolutely tied to that strain. Uh, they want consumers to kind of get tied into the, right. the branding of, I like rise to, you know, in the middle of my day. Uh, and then they'll, you know, keep purchasing that. So, uh, the stuff that we do have here today is Girl Scout cookies. So we will be talking about that stuff. Okay. Uh, legendary strain. Yeah. So the lineage behind that, uh, and that's interesting, uh, um, how that happens. There may be a deeper discussion uh, for another day, but the, the lineage on what we have going here today is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's got one of my favorites in there. So uh, Girl Scout Cookies is a cross between OG Kush, uh, which is a classic, uh, Cali classic, uh, and crossed with Durban Poison, uh, which is uh, a land race, a South African land race, a sativa, um, now with the, the genetics on this one here, there is like a, a bit of chatter in the cannabis world where some people kind of say that cherry pie, uh, is a strain that got kind of thrown in there. Uh, so it was OG Kush crossed with cherry pie. Okay. Um, but I'd say through, you know, 90% of my research and, you know, word of mouth that I've, uh, come across is, you know, we call it OG Kush crossed with Durban. So we'll, we'll keep it at that. Um, but. Durban Poison, just an amazing sativa, a lot of focus, uh, real good creative kind of mm-hmm. uh, burst uh, for me. I, I got into that uh, when I first got into the gray market strains. I was like hunting for strains that I wanted to try, and Durban Poison was on that list. And when I did get some on, you know, just Durban Poison, it was amazing. That's interesting. Uh I love talking about uh, land race strains because, uh, you, you know, you really are speaking about legendary, you know, some of the first few strains that started making their way uh, across the world. Um, this was uh, this was produced in 2011 in California, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's when the strain kind of first uh, hit the market uh, and, you know, it took, took the market by storm. Uh, the cannabis world went nuts. Um, won numerous awards, uh, kind of a funny note on the, uh, the name here. Uh, so mm-hmm. initially it was called Girl Scout Cookies. Um, in 2017, uh, the, uh, Girl Scouts of America, uh, sent letters to all the dispensaries in California, uh, demanding they, uh, ch- change the name, do not use that name. Uh, so, uh, on the rec side of things, uh, you're never going to see Girl Scout Cookies being sold in a store. Right. You, you shouldn't. Uh, it's going to be called GSC. That's right. Just like LBS, uh, when we did, uh, I think it was Sunset that we did. Um, you know, people know that as Leafs by Snoop, but because of the regulations of celebrity endorsement, it's LBS. Yeah, yeah. 
the same thing where you just we go all, with the initials. Yeah, we all yeah. know what it is. That's but, right. Uh, you know, we know what it is. We just can't say uh, what it is in a store or sell it as that name uh, in a store. Now, now, who came up with this? Yeah, so uh, interesting story here with uh, the GSC. Uh, so there was this uh, um, kind of growing collective uh, in California called the uh, the Cookie Fam. Um, they uh, kind of housed some legendary strains within their group, uh, GSC being one of them, uh, uh, Sherbert Sunday uh, as well. Um, and um, the actual grower, his name is Burner, uh, and he's an interesting guy. He's actually a, a Bay Area rapper. Uh, he's also a, a cannabis mogul. He's got a, a company called Cookies. Uh, they sell smell-proof stash bags and, and lunch bags. Uh, uh, and uh, this guy's a rapper with uh, Wiz Khalifa's Taylor gang, too. Uh, he's kind of all over the board. And uh, he claims to have originated the strain with you know his collective there. And uh, once they kind of figured it out and um, you know gave it the name, they put it in the hands of Wiz Khalifa. And you know, Wiz started you know smoking it at his concerts and kind of putting out the word on, you know, hey everybody, I got this you know this Girl Scout cookies here, and and people uh, freaked out about it, and you know, uh, kind of just took over in pop pop culture, and uh, uh, next thing you know, it took over California and eventually North America, and you know even Europe now, people ask for Girl Scout cookies, and that's what it is. That's what happens. Uh, you know how long I waited to get Maui Wowie. Uh, because of a Cheech and Chong movie, uh, Acapulco Gold. Like I, I really, you know, I was the first time I had that. I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't think this was real, but it gets popular in pop culture. Pineapple Express. You don't think that strain went crazy after that movie? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like that's what happens. You get people talking about this. They want it. Oh, my favorite rapper, my favorite actor, my favorite this has it. I want it too. You know, it's promoting. Well, well, uh, not you know paying for the promotion right you just get it in the hands of that person let them start talking yeah yeah it's and it's just gonna sell itself and that, that word of mouth that buzz happens yeah. and then next thing you know everyone's talking about oh have you tried it That's yet right. you haven't tried it yet you haven't lived until you tried it <laughs> Uh, so like that, that kind of a thing is, it's contagious. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's taken over. Yeah. How about, um, there's something called blue Girl Scout cookies. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, it's a blueberry cross with Girl Scout cookies. Uh, that one's a, a big must try for me. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of any of the blueberry crosses. It just brings a real nice flavor to your, that cannabis. Right. Uh, and I'm a big, big fan of uh, GSC. It's uh, one of my jams for, I don't know, they're just the, the buzz, the effects I get from it. Uh, it's always a smiling, uh, good time for me. So Okay, me so that. you can find out more about uh, this strain, Rise, uh, on their website, tokyosmoke.com. They have some really cool stuff. Uh, they have cannabis pairings with different activities. Uh, they have some good educational information. Uh, as mentioned, I was impressed with their store uh, in, in Winnipeg. So this is a good website to go to. There isn't, uh, um, there's a lot of good information to find. It's easy to maneuver around. Uh, I give their website a, a high passing grade. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it looks great too. Mm -hmm. uh, very aesthetically pleasing, uh, sharp. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, we have seen some pretty basic websites where there's really nothing there. Uh, this is not one of them. They're, they're doing a really good job, and I found that in their store as well. Um, you know, not not that it's a, a spiel, but you know, when you walk in and somebody comes up to talk to you 
it's not a pressure cell. It's an information cell. Let me know if you need it. And the information they have is great. And, and that extends right from uh, their website. So I'm impressed with that. How about the THC on this uh, three and a half gram batch that I picked up? Uh, so the stuff we got here is a uh, 16.3% THC and you know less, less than one on the CBD. So it's a, uh, Kind of a, a mid 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 to high range THC yep. level there, I'd call it. Um, I would say though that this is uh, this strain in this particular one uh, not going to be for for noobs and, and right. beginners. Um, you're going to want to kind of uh, you know build up to a, a strain like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's probably an average THC level, uh, but it's one that's maybe um, deceiving in that way. And, and we've talked a lot about that in the past. Is you wouldn't buy wine judging by the alcohol level. So, yeah. uh, you know, be aware uh, that this strain, while it says it's, uh, you know, 16.3 that we've picked up and, you know, we've certainly had in the, the high, you know, the 20s that we've seen. This one, as we've mentioned before, punches above its weight. It's uh, it's stronger than it looks. So, uh, good things come in small THC packages, they might say. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. What's in a name? Rise. Uh, so with the rise, I feel like it's, you know, uh, uplifting, get your day started, uh, uh, rise and grind your bud mm -hmm. and then smoke it. Nice. Uh, so I, I just feel like it's kind of, uh, more of lifestyle name there. Uh, you know, and they've got, uh, go, uh, they've got equalize right. eclipse too, just to kind of mellow your day down. All right. So you could say for the experienced person rise might, uh, be a good wake and bake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, rise, wake and bake. Yeah. They kind of go hand in hand for some people. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's good. What's in a name? Rise. Um, when we look at this standard tub for three and a half grams, um, what do you see when you first uh, pull this out of this package? Uh, with with this pack in particular, we had some some bigger buds. That was mm -hmm. really nice to see. We had like you know four or five like good sized nugs there. Um, Definitely uh, darker green buds uh, with some purple hues and some dark orange pistols. Um, I, I will say the trim job uh, could have been a little bit better. We had mm -hmm. some some kind of leafier units in there that uh, maybe shouldn't have made the cut. Yeah, and and by the way, if you're at home and, and you know about stems, you should also know about leaves. Don't throw them uh, in. Throw them away with your with your stems and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also uh, the stuff here was, wasn't too overly covered in trichome. So, uh, I'm kind of a medium mm -hmm. dusting of that. I, I usually like to see a little bit more, but, uh, um, stuff does smoke nice. It is, you know, great genetics, big fan of, uh, of the strain itself, but, uh, yeah. Tell me about the terpenes. So the terpenes that we got, uh, for, uh, GSC here are, uh, karyophylline, and that's that kind of peppery, spicy, mm -hmm. your fave. Um, we've also got myrcene in there, and that's kind of that earthy uh, flavor. Um, and then limonene as well for uh, kind of uh, the bursts of citrus and lemony flavors. All right, looking forward to this. Um, what's the the general desired effect? Um, if you're going to throw down some rise, what are you expecting to get as I give the old freeze pipe a try this is a monster yeah it's like a foot-long hot dog or something <laughs> like that man uh, but it's pretty cool so tell me about the desired effects as i go with this thing yeah for sure so uh it's pretty balanced uh you've got uh like a full ball body relaxation uh with a nice kind of head buzz that goes with it um i find um 
it's, it's kind of like a time bending cerebral headspace where you you lose track of time a bit. Uh, I've I've found that uh, I stopped looking at my you know the time and then you know all of a sudden forty five minutes has gone by and wow. it, it felt like ten minutes has passed. Um, it's a time machine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Quantum leap. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's also got lo- long lasting effects too, uh, which I find that uh, I find that the initial buzz kind of you know lasts uh, upward of you know, forty five minutes to an hour. Mm. I still kind of feel that that buzz, and then uh, the come down after that. And to me, that's longer than uh, certain strains. You know. Yeah, and 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 that that's something people, if if you are new to cannabis. Um, you know, when you have edibles or you have oils, it's a little bit of a, it, it takes longer to kick in, but it also lasts, uh, a little bit longer than if you're smoking or, or vaping where it comes on faster, but doesn't last as long as the other things sometimes, but this you're getting 45 minutes to an hour. That's good. That, yeah. you know, that's uh that's pretty, it's pretty deep. Yeah, it, it is pretty good. Uh, the come down to is, is, is pretty gradual. It's not like a hard, uh, big drop off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely blast of euphoria. Uh, this, this strain makes me laugh, makes me have fun. Uh, I like to bring it out with my, my friends and it's a good social strain. All right. So that leads us into what it's good for is being out in the public, getting things done. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's good for graphic design too. Uh, I like to to smoke this stuff and and really dial it in and uh, put some music on and just go to town. Uh, All right, and we should mention, um, as mentioned before, this is not for beginners. You want to work your way up to this. Don't be fooled uh, by the uh, THC percentage, only sixteen point three. And uh, the, some of the things that I have learned about this is that uh, there are people that have used this uh, successfully with PTSD, Ooh. and um, there's been, uh, uh, reports of people using this for migraine relief. So there's a lot of people, like I, I, I used to have migraines when I was uh, younger. My wife deals with them all the time. Uh, and I'm always on the lookout for different strains can, that can help with that because migraines can be debilitating, uh, for some people. So, yeah. and, and particularly PTSD, um, is something that, uh, you know, I'm familiar with, with some of my mental health issues and anything that I can get, uh, to help that out, uh, makes me happy so this will be on uh, a list of strains that i've been building that can help out with a couple of things now i taste it a little bit um it's delicious and uh, what do you get when you try out rise from tokyo smoke yeah uh it's delicious uh, it's to me it's a uh, kind of like a dope dessert uh it's sweet and earthy um yeah, it's I, I really like the dessert thing for me it's like you know after a nice meal have a puff of that, uh, and just it tastes real, real sweet. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, um, I can kind of taste the, um, the 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 mercine that gives it that kind of like that earthy. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there is a sweetness to it though, too, right? Like you can definitely taste uh, a little bit of sweetness in there. The the earthy is the big one for me. That's the that's the one that really jumps out. Yeah, yeah, and I think this the sweetness comes from the limonene, and there's also some some linalool that's uh, that's in there too, uh, and you know you're gonna kind of get a mix of certain terpenes that are gonna produce certain flavors too, right. uh, but yeah, just a really tasty strain in my opinion, one of, one of my favorites. Yeah, it is delicious. Uh, so that is Rise from Tokyo Smoke. Uh, you can uh, check that out wherever you can find that uh, also i want to ask you um before we go about uh, some stocking stuffers uh maybe some ideas for people that uh, have a, a 420 friend in their life and 
you know, what are some small things that people might be able to pick up to throw in stockings that might brighten somebody's Christmas morning? Yeah, I mean, all kinds of options uh, at, at our Nova Cannabis stores, for sure, uh, that come to mind. Uh, just recently, uh, we had a, a $2 pre-roll sale uh, at the Sherd Park store, so all week. Uh, people came in, you could get a trailblazer prohibition pre-roll for, for $2 plus wow. tax. So, so you got two of them. It was, it cost $4 and 20 cents with tax. Nice. And, um, you know, it comes in the, you know, the little box, um, great stocking stuffer, um, the accessories too. I mean, we've got, uh, papers, pipes, uh, yeah, like that's what I'm thinking, like stuff. rolling papers. Um, you could get a couple of different kinds that maybe they want to try out and find what they like best because there's a lot of different, whether you want to get, you know, the standard raw rolling papers, whether you want to go to King Palms, there's a lot of choices when it yeah. comes to rolling papers. Yeah, they've got the raw cones too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there is all, all types. So, I mean, you know, you could essentially come in and get a little, a little bit of everything and kind of let the uh, the person receiving the gift decide, you know, which route yeah. they want to go. Um, also too, you can get, you know, like a little one gram kind of sample options. Uh, we do sell uh, the Allot uh, uh, collection. Uh, and it's a five one gram sample pack nice. uh, from five different uh, premium LPs. Um, That's a great yeah, choice. Yeah, it, it comes in this nice, like, long, kind of skinny purple box that is really, like, perfect to fit in a stocking. So that's uh, that's another Excellent. good option. Um yeah, it's uh, capsules, oils. I mean, there's all kinds of small things that, uh, you know, we sell at the cannabis store that you can fit in a stocking for sure that any smoker will enjoy getting. Yeah, I, I just think it's uh, it's so interesting to be able to uh, um, now uh, give somebody something uh, for Christmas and not feel any kind of shame or stigma or have anybody, you know, look down because it is perfectly legal. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, it's amazing. I, I bought the, uh, the 1400 cone box of the raw cones that I yeah. showed you a while, uh, a while ago. I was thinking I'm going to roll up some J's myself and give them out to some of my friends in dupe tubes as uh, stocking stuffers as my own stuff. Like it's, uh, I got enough cones. Now. I got 1400. Yeah. I got to get through, but I just think the, uh, the idea of stocking stuffers and uh, cannabis is, uh, is just perfect. Uh, whether it's a small pipe or papers or, um, I don't know any, there, there's so many options of when it comes to even accessories. Yeah, there, there, there really is. And I like what you kind of mentioned that like, you know, take that, um, the feeling of Christmas and the sharing and, and associate the, the cannabis world in that you've got buds that, you know, you like to, to burn, uh, burn dubs mm. with and, and have sessions with like, hells yeah. Here's some, here's a pre-roll on me. Let's smoke it when we get some time here right. over the holiday season. I went to see a friend's uh, show the other day, left him a bottle of wine and a pre-roll blue dream that I rolled up for him <laughs> and said, enjoy this. Merry Christmas. Good to see you again. So do you guys have gift cards? Is that an option for people? Absolutely it is. Yeah. I actually, uh, I just finished designing uh, a slide for for something you'll see in the TVs at Nova's. Uh, uh, we definitely have gift cards uh, and we are selling them. And uh, the best thing about that is like, you let them decide. That's right. <laughs> you come in, you put, uh, you know, however much you want on the card and put in the stock and stuff. Hell, you can put it in a in a big, big box. Uh, I, I've done that before with a gift card where I've uh, kind of faked the person out by getting a big box and putting some kind of fake weights in it. Yep. Uh, you know, adding a bell inside to kind of throw them off when they shake the big box. Uh, and then inside it's just a, a gift card. Uh, but yeah, we definitely do sell those at Nova for sure. And uh, nice thing about that, let them decide, right? Oh, that is, uh, that's the best thing. Yeah, gift cards, 
allows uh, somebody uh, to make uh, the decision of what uh, they want to do. And you could pick that up at a bunch of different stores. Uh, you will be soon at Jasper Ave. Uh, tell us about when that's going on and how exciting that oh, is. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's coming up soon. Uh, yeah, we're looking to open uh, Tuesday. Nice. There. Yeah, Tuesday, uh, December 17th. Um, yeah, it's going to be nuts. Uh, Jasper Ave and uh, 121th Street. Uh, it's the old uh, Planet Organic. It used to be the old Earl's. Uh, so it's a nice standalone building. Uh, just beautiful what they did with the renovations. Uh, we've got uh, a couple local artists uh, doing some uh, graffiti walls on the kind of the exterior wall of the building there. And uh, the staff too. I've... Uh, I was able to kind of house some of the some of the new staff for that store at my former uh, White Ave location there, mm -hmm. and uh, just some great people. I'm I'm real excited to kind of get, uh, you know, my new shop uh, up and going with these new people because they they're all got different levels of uh, knowledge in cannabis and different levels of enthusiasm. But I feel like you know across the board we kind of cover uh, you know a big uh, a big ground of. Of the cannabis. Oh, that it's is uh, great. Uh, the other thing that uh, I'm looking forward to is this Friday, we start our 12 strains of Christmas. So uh, on the 13th of uh, December, this Friday, the first strain will go up, leading right up to Christmas Eve. And don't worry if you miss one, they're all going to be put together on one show on our Christmas Day show. Nice. So... Leading up to Christmas Eve, we'll have our 12 strains of Christmas, your six, my six, one a day, and then all of them put together in our Christmas Day episode. So looking forward to that as well and uh, visiting you on Jasper Ave. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean. Bud, dope, flower, ganja, Mary Jane. We all have our own language when it comes to cannabis. Herb, John Lennon, plant. Tie stick, salad. So let's explore another weed word of the day. Samuel Ojeks, The Hobbit's Leaf, Lady Gaga, 420. Just back to uh, What's Your Strain quickly. We have, uh, well, we have the contest What's Your Strain in What's That Strain uh, with Chris Ionson. Here's how it works. Uh, you pick a strain that you want us to review. Email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. And if you are chosen, you will not only get that strain reviewed, but you can sit in with us if you want to, if you're in the Edmonton area. But you're also going to receive a $100 shopping spree courtesy of me, Eric, the Cannabis 101 Podcast. And Chris is going to help you out. I'm going to pay for your $100 shopping spree. And I'm going to ask my good friend, Chris Ionson to help you out with any questions that you have. So it's simple. First, you pick a strain, email us at the, uh, the email address is cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com. If you're chosen, you get to be in with us in podcast alley for what's that strain. And you get a shopping spree with Chris helping you out. So our uh, weed word of the day, I'm going with eating cannabis is the theme because uh, I had a great conversation with uh, Adam Barsky, otherwise known at the butter chef, B-U-D-D-E-R chef on Twitter. So we'll keep the uh, eating theme going. So the most common word is edibles, uh, which is basically anything 
uh, you eat containing cannabis. There's medibles, which are medical cannabis edibles. So just a different term. Uh, AVB uh, is, uh, or some people say ABV. Uh, I go AVB, already vaped bud. Uh, Some people say it's already been vaped. Uh, But AVB, already vaped bud, there are some people that think you can get high off of it by baking with it. I should have asked Adam about that. Um, It's never worked for me, but maybe if you add it to what you already, maybe you take your your fresh pre-vaped bud, just your flour, uh, and then after you decarb it, maybe you throw in the AVB and it gives it a boost. I know the uh, bags I have left over from uh, when the rosin bros came out here and made my rosin. I'm keeping those for when I make edibles because that gives you uh, another boost as well. So maybe that's the way it goes with AVB already vaped. But uh, space cake, a cake infused with cannabis. Firecrackers uh, are called a snack filled with cannabis. So uh, you could have like an almond butter and can of butter sandwich. Uh, Maybe you could go like almond butter, can of butter, jam sandwich hash cookies cookies uh, infused with cannabis and this one i've never heard doubting out um and that is uh, apparently having a paranoid reaction to, to edibles and unfortunately a lot of people have had that i know a lot of people that have had that because they didn't know how much they should be taking uh, the people who cooked them didn't have a lot of experience and that's not good. You never want that. Uh, you can be, you can have a fun, safe experience if you start low and go slow. I know it's a cliche. Adam recommends 24 hours, but wait, don't rush into it because you don't feel it uh, because you're just compounding. So it's better to take too little and increase it the next time you try it than to take too much and never want to do it again. Because edibles can be great. They can help with pain management. They can help with a lot of other things that we will get into down the road uh, when it comes to your health. Because remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. A big thanks to Adam Barsky, the Butter Chef on Twitter for joining me. Of course, Chris Ionson, we discussed Rise from Tokyo Smoke. 12 Strains of Christmas starts this Friday. Check out at the Cannabis 101 every day leading up to Christmas Eve for another strain. Chris and I discussing the 12 Strains of Christmas. He picked six, I picked six. That comes out this Friday. All right, and remember, you can get 50% off a Lobo Genetics DNA kit by using the promo code CANNABIS101. Head to LoboGene.com, use the promo code CANNABIS101 and get 50% off your DNA kit and get your cannabis tailor-made. Once again, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. We'll speak next week. This is the Cannabis 101 Podcast. Your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond.